Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, it's Coach Freddie. I'm here at the HIA convention in Lexington, Kentucky, and I'm speaking with Greg Lee. And he's here today, and we're going to have a little conversation. How are you doing, Craig? I'm doing just fine. Great crowd here. You know, it's been oh, a good, yeah, good yeah. day. I haven't seen you all here. Yeah, I've been busy at the house, and I had a, several people to call me up, you know, and wanted me to come down for the last day. And okay. So I thought I'd come down and see some people I hadn't seen in a long time, and glad I did. Glad well, I that's did. Good. good. Good to have you here. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, and you've been in uh, I-Hemp and Industrial Hemp for a long time, and uh, but... What's transpired in the last couple of years? Tell us a little bit about that. One of the things is uh, people's moving in, to, moving in to seeing what seed works, you know, in different states, and mm -hmm. uh, the agricultural application, harvesting, and different things like that. One of the things I've seen that I've got a mixed feelings about, and that's CBD extracts, because I think that's taken away from some of the things that really hemp's all about. Because mm -hmm. you know, as an activist and over the years, everybody said there's 25,000 things could be made out of hemp, and when you get down to look at it, CBDs is one of the things that everybody's looking at, you know, and kind of leaving the others behind. Yep. And so that leaves 24,999 that I'm interested in, you know. <laughs> and I understand the CBDs, and uh, it's part of the low-hanging fruit in the industry, but still yet, you know, I know that Adam and Eve, you know, eat the apple of low-hanging fruit, you know. <laughs> So, uh, now, are you growing any hemp uh, on your farm? No, I'm not growing any hemp. I'm, not, I'm involved with a lot of people that are, you know. Yeah, yeah okay. I'm, I'm, one of the things that I've got going for me that I'm working with, I'm growing, I've got my own seed variety. It's KY Plume. Okay, all And right. uh, I'm working with Mike Hickey of a company that he's got, and we've got a company here that's a Roundstone Seed Company. It's an old seed company, and uh, okay. and they're they're growing it for us, and we'd be harvesting seed probably, uh, eh, probably in the next week to ten days or so, like that. Okay. And so these are seed that uh, we can grow, and they're growing them certified organic. So okay. this this is a this is something I'm involved in, but you don't see me out here talking too much about. Well, and so the the seeds you're growing, and now is that for? Uh, be herd or it'd be for grain, grain. Uh -huh. Okay, be for grain. Right. And, and the thing about it is you can replant them over, you know, and, and use them for breeding purposes because okay. they are heirloom seed, you know. Okay. That's awesome. So uh, th those will be on the market uh, for you guys? Well, well, we're hoping to have them on the market, you know, uh, okay. to be able to sell as soon as you get it. you got to develop a seed bank, you yeah. know. Right. And that seed bank is one that's... Uh, I think worldwide, if more and more people get involved in this, that seed bank is going to have to expand. Yeah. You know, for that continuity of supply that I think very few people's talking about, you know. Yeah. Uh, the continuity of supply of the stalks, uh, you know, we just can't wait on this year's crop of CBD oil, perhaps to have CBD oil next year. Right. So, uh, so the thing that is, 
the there's a lot of things that has to go into the hemp industry other than just being able to grow it. You got to have that uh, that that supply chain. Exactly. You know, I think in tobacco for the tobacco industry, for an example, I think there's seven years of tobacco that's laying back. So if we didn't grow tobacco for seven years, we would have a supply for seven years. Okay. So that's kind of the concept, and you know, it's just like gasoline. If we didn't have gasoline, it was held back, you know, then there wouldn't be no gasoline tomorrow morning. It was waiting for the oil drills to drill it today. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. So that's something that a lot of people needs to take in take in consideration for this and all. In, in, any, in any aspect of your business or industry. Well, I'm, I'm interested in, you know, the herd, the fiber, the seed, what people used to call industrial hemp before. And they didn't grow it for the CBD. It was an industrial hemp, and they used it for things they can make. Yeah. Rather than the, the oil yeah. much, you know. I think, I think some of the things that uh, we need to look into now is uh, composites. Yeah, because hemp is eighty-five, roughly eighty-five percent cellulose. Mm-hmm. So in, in the world that we live in, everything that we live, breathe is just about cellulose. The clothes on our back, cellulose. Mm-hmm. The seat covers in our cars, cellulose. It might be from hydrocarbons, but it's still a cellulosic base. So if we look at a carbohydrate cellulose base carpets. It, 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 it the list goes on, and so there's is a there there is some. Uh, speaking engagements in Europe about biocomposites and uh, I think there some of those speakers are, are going to be looking at the United States for a bio-based industry and if you develop this bio-based industry then the farmer has the capability of taking it right off of his farm and taking it right straight into some of these industries without secondary industry in other words it'll go from the farmer right into the uh, right into the manufacturer of these products okay and so this is this is some of the things that intrigues me about this mm-hmm. because that that lets the farmer in the driver's seat without having to sell it to a, to a middleman that he can hold the price up that he knows he's going to sell it to the manufacturer, that when the manufacturer gets through with it, he's going to finish product. Yeah. So that's only leaves one step. And this is something that really intrigues me. Cellulose for, for paper pulp, uh-huh. you know, for, for recycled cardboard, not to make paper for recycled industry. Because the industries that's out there, the paper industries, they're cutting down five, six, seven-year-old trees, fast-growth trees that they develop to go into the recycled paper industry. If we can take a if we can take a thirty to forty five day crop, and that we can grow uh, year after year after year like that, maybe two or three crops a year, because you're not going to have to let it go to seed. Right. Then we can we can save those two and three thousand acres of trees that they put into the uh, the recycled cardboard and paper industry by using this pulp. Yeah, and I think this is one that uh, some universities and some people that's have been involved are are really really looking into now. Without that, I've had discussions with, and uh, yeah, it, it's going to. I think it's going to go. I think this is this is where it's at. Fantastic. So, uh, any last words you want to say to our IHAP Revolution listeners? Yeah, the, the thing that is, this has been a real good, real good meeting here in Lexington, Kentucky at HIA. They always put on a good one. Uh, next week at Hemp X in Asheville, North Carolina, it's going to be a two-day event. Uh, that's another one that's bringing farmers in together from several states around. It maybe not, it's not as far advanced as the people here in in the Kentucky area. 
So if you can get to Hemp X in Asheville, North Carolina, 22nd and 23rd, this would be a good one to go to. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Greg, and it's always a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you, Coach Freddie. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.